Hey guys, it's Jonathan Price today here with Pastor Rebecca Acker. Hey guys! And this episode's going to be on big faith. Yes, so we've been, uh, well, I don't, well we, we talk about faith, you know, in, in um, many of our different uh, podcasts that we've had, but that's one thing the Lord has really been talking to me about recently is big faith, praying big prayers. I may have talked about this um, a little bit before, but yesterday in Huddle at Church, you know, I was talking about um, one of our uh, culture principles, I hope I got that right, culture principles, which is big faith. And, you know, the Lord really told me, you know, God makes big promises in the Bible. There's lots of stories in the Bible where God made big promises or gave big dreams. I think about Joseph, you know. When Joseph was a, a young teenager, God gave him a dream uh, of his future, that his brothers and father would be bowing down to him. And, of course, Joseph had to go through all kinds of things before he got to that that expected into that future. But God also told, you know, Abraham and Sarah that their descendants would be as many as the stars in the sky and the sand in the sea, the sand next to the seashore. And and there's just all, all kinds of big promises that God gives and big dreams that God gives. And I feel like today, you know, a lot of times when we read the Bible and we look at those people in the Bible, we forget that they're people. It's, you know, we look at Paul and we look at Moses and we, oh man, they were just so great. They were people, people that dealt with real things. They're no different than we are, you know. Moses dealt with anger issues, you know, and and some self-image issues. And and so, I mean, he, he's a person. And so, that translates to me today, the way that translate, translates to me today is I, I think to myself, why do we think that the promises that God has are not for us. We always think, oh man, that was for them, you know. But God has big dreams and big promises that he wants to give you. He has those things for you. If you ask him to give you vision about your life, a vision about your purpose, you go to him, you ask him, God will give you dreams that will scare you. He'll give you big, big dreams that require big faith. And um, yesterday I told a story and I actually did a video about it today on my Facebook page, but um, Thursday, you know, we were in intercessory prayer, and, you know, we, we pray corporately about things, and something that was just on mine and Denise's heart was about, um, globally, was about child sex trafficking, and just sex trafficking in general, of men, women, and, and, and kids, and I, you know, I mentioned in the, I mentioned there that sometimes when it comes to big issues, even things like racism, things like world hunger, things like that, Sometimes we just, it's almost frustrating to pray for those things because in our mind we're thinking these things almost feel like they're too big for us, like they're almost always going to be here, and what can we do? And I remember being in prayer and, and God just saying, pray big prayers. Pray that child sex trafficking is eradicated completely. Don't, just just pray, you know? And I was praying, and as I was praying, I did, I prayed. I said, God, just wipe it out, just wipe wipe uh, sex trafficking off the face of the earth uh, wipe it out take out those spirits that are driving th that are that are driving that and the Lord gave me a vision he actually gave me a vision of his his breath him breathing on the earth the, the blast in in, in um, the Bible it talks about the blast from God's nostrils and I saw I saw the breath of God come down on the earth and it acted like a nuclear bomb and it consumed I saw all of the spirits. They were black figures that represented the spirits that were that were behind sex trafficking, and um, and and uh, you know the trafficking of children, 
And I saw them consumed in like this nuclear blast that came from the breath of God. And then I saw a vision of those uh, children and men and women that were in sex trafficking coming out of that, being delivered out of that. And there, there were homes that were built um, that, that had uh, parents in them, godly parents that were, that were uh, bringing healing and restoration to their lives and that they were, they were being healed and, and restored. And the vision was just really cool to me. And, and I, it just affirmed to me that, man, we've got to pray big prayers. We've got to pray. We can't be afraid to pray big prayers. You look in the Bible, you know, Elijah told Ahab it's not going to rain. And it didn't rain for years until Elijah prayed for rain again. I mean, we have that authority in the spirit, okay, to declare things. And I, I will even say myself, you know, I love to pray. I, I, I love to intercede, and, and I especially love to take authority over spirits, um, you know, and enemy spirits. I, that's what I love to do. But even I will hesitate praying big prayers sometimes for, for global problems because you always hear, well, evil is going to be here on the world, you know, anyway, and, you know, because, you know, the Antichrist has to come and, and all of these things like that. Which, which is true. You know, I mean, evil is always going to be present. Sin is going to be present on the earth until the Lord, until, you know, Jesus comes back and, and creates a new heaven and a new earth and, and until he destroys our enemy for good. Um, and so sometimes we can take that and be like, well, you know, then what can our prayers really do? But big faith, um, big faith is possible. Big faith is necessary as a child of God because God, again, not just about global events, but God is going to give you some things in your life. He's going to give you visions. He's going to give you dreams. And he's going to show you some things. And he will show you things, and you'll look at it, and you'll go, how in the world is this going to happen? You know, uh, how in the world is this going to come to pass? God, I don't even know where to start, you know? And, uh, and I, I mean, I'll give you an example. So when I was in my late 20s, I was probably... Maybe I was maybe I was 25, 26 around that area. I was walking through my house and I saw Joyce Meyer on TV and she was preaching to a lot of just a big, big um, stadium full of people. And I heard God's voice tell me, He said that could be you one day. And I remember looking at God going. How do I even, I don't even know how to even get started. I don't know any people. I don't have any resources. I don't have the connections, God. How is this going to happen? And he didn't answer me. He just, all he did was plant that little seed there. And I was in a denomination at the time that didn't believe that women could preach. And so I'm sitting here going, what, you know? And, uh, and, and it was a long process of God working through things. But, you know, God will make things happen, you know? I mean, today I find myself in full-time ministry that I know that's my call. I love full-time ministry, but I'm finding myself, you know, stepping out and, and being able to teach and having some teaching opportunities and doing a podcast and things like that. And so I see how God little by little is bringing provision into my life. You know, Jonathan, who I do the podcast with, um, he was the one that, that had the idea to do the podcast to begin with, you know, um, and, and God, he, he in himself is part of the provision for that vision, you know? And so, it's just amazing how God will bring pieces into your life and bring things into your life and, and people and will will just you know elevate you and and the thing is is it it doesn't um, it doesn't always look how you, how you think it would look sometimes you may think 
you you should be this far along or this far along. But as long as you're led by the Spirit and you do what God tells you to do, um, he'll, He's going to open doors and He's going to provide everything. I just talked to a couple yesterday that was talking about the opportunities and doors that fell into place when they just said yes to God. That God, that things, just opportunities, just boom, God would just open doors. And so we've got to have big faith for those things. You've got to have big faith that says, whether I understand it, whether I even uh, believe it wholeheartedly that it could happen, I've got to understand that God is God. I'm connected to God, and there is nothing impossible for God. And so God can do things and bring about things in any way that he chooses to. What do you think, Jonathan? What are your thoughts on that? On having big faith? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's almost necessary because, uh, you know, if we think, it's, it's kind of at least simple to me you know we serve a big God so why not have big faith you know if you know it says all things are possible and everything and I know the context of it of course but you know I, I think we need to have big faith because we serve a big God and it um, I think it almost opens up doors and things like that you know where it talks about knock and it shall be open ask and you shall receive you know having that big faith of you know, a lot of times when we hear asking you shall receive, the first thing that comes to majority of people's minds money. But, you know, we think about it, prayers and things like that, you know, ask, you know, ask. Let's say, for example, you're praying for sex trafficking, sex trafficking to end, you know, ask and you shall receive. You know, we can, we have that authority and everything. So, yeah, I think big faith and everything's almost necessary for so, Jonathan, I have a question for you because mm -hmm. you, so Jonathan and I differ a little bit. <laughs> so he, he says we're a lot alike, which we are. There are some differences we have, we, you know, we're kind of middle rule. But he says there's a lot of, a lot of times like it amazes me because there are things that I'm, I can be skeptical about or there are things that, that I'll be thinking about or want or desire. And he, a lot of times he'll say, you know, just ask. It's it's a he. I feel like Jonathan has childlike faith. I really do because I feel like he'll just ask for he'll ask for things. You know, and sometimes I you know I won't. So I guess my question to you is, Jonathan, how did you get to that point in your life where where you just you just you know you I guess you're you just have that faith where you're just like just ask and receive it. Like how did you how did you get to that point? When did you get to that point in your life? Uh, I just really just, you know, I read the Bible and everything and just realized it. And I just, in a sense, I didn't overthink it. You know, I took it as face value. And, you know, I just understand who God is and everything. I'm just like, I just believe it's possible. But um, it just, it just really, I've always kind of pretty much been like that. But it's really just picked up in the last, you know, 10 months or so. Because I'm just like, well, we serve a big God and we have... That authority, you know, we can ask, and you know, I guess I don't, in my mind, I don't overcomplicate it, you know. I just read it, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I, I don't know. I guess I take it simply, if that makes any sense and everything. What's an example of a situation in your life where you've had to have big faith? Um, I would say, probably, you know, with, you know, jobs and everything. I think that would be, I'm very relatable to other people as well, you know, because 
I, my brain works more business, finance, money-wise. That's how it works. You can ask Rebecca like all day long. I'll be like, hey, did you know this? You know, tell <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I heard God say to, uh, when I was at UPS, I, I heard, I asked him, I said, should I be at UPS? He said, no. And then I found a way out of that and everything. It was, you know, I never quit and I never got fired. You know, I just, the COVID test had happened and everything. I got tested and my results came back negative and they told me to keep them informed and everything. And I said, hey, my test is back negative. When do you want me to come back? They never said anything. And then um, I got offered another job doing uh, content creation for marketing. And I, I heard other people saying, you know, aren't you worried about paying your bills and everything? And uh, I was like, no, it says God will provide. You know, I'm not worried about it, you know, and everything. And so I just quit that. My other part-time job I had as well at the, uh, uh, the daycare whatever and then moved on to this and everything and that's just pro a few uh, I'd say a big situation where I'm like okay God you know not too worried about it you know it says you'll provide I remember actually that night we were actually doing a podcast and or we were getting ready to record a podcast and you actually talked about you know wanting another opportunity or, or wanting another part-time job and that's when you found out you were getting hired on for content creation yeah it which was, was really cool yeah it was earlier that day I'll see if I can pull it up real quick uh, from the text message I had sent my care pastor and everything because at rejuvenate we have care pastors assigned to people you know and so someone asked me about how my pressure washing was doing I said I've had a, a few clients and everything and they said, is there anything you need paper for? And keep in mind, the job offer was about 7.30 p.m. on a Friday night. These texts were sent at one, 1 in the afternoon on a Friday, same Friday and everything. I said, I would just say guidance in God's favor. And, um, she, and then the person had asked uh, to guidance finding the right clients or just making the right choices concerning a job. I would say finding the people for pressure washing, but I'd say just being able to find the right job as well um, uh, is just God's favor over that and everything. And then so, uh, you know, later that night and everything, I got the job offer and that was all in one day and everything. And all I did was just, I just asked God for favor over that and just the right job and you know, you are received <laughs> that's awesome I think well and you know it's it's funny because I think we and I think I've talked about this before but I think when it comes to the concept of faith we still want to relate it to we we want faith with physical signs so like we want a mixture of both you know and God will bring confirmation through people God can bring confirmation but um, but a lot of times we'll say oh yeah you know I I have big faith because I see this happening in my life. To me, you know, in Hebrews 11, 1, it says that faith is, is the assurance of things that we don't see. So faith ultimately to me is you don't understand it or you don't see any evidences of God moving or working or answering that prayer or being in that situation and you having to believe and take him at his word. I still look at Abraham and Sarah they're old like they they in their you know 80s 90s and God's like you're gonna have a child and Abraham's like what you know um, 
And you can see where Sarah stumbled in there because Sarah, you know, you, that's where you get Ishmael because Sarah was like, you know, uh, God's forgotten me. I mean, they had to wait 15 years before Isaac was born. But in the middle of that, you know, Sarah is like, I, God's forgotten me. He's changed his mind. He's, he's, he, you know, he's forgotten the promise and I need to make this happen. And that's when um, you get uh, Abraham taking Hagar and having Ishmael with, with Hagar. And you, so you see uh, Sarah's faith shaken in that moment, you know, but God in his goodness still says, you know, you're going to have Isaac, you know, you're going to have Isaac and, and, uh, and he ended up giving them Isaac, but, um, but yeah, they had to have big faith. I mean, that's something because I mean, Abraham is literally looking at his body and looking at Sarah's body and he's saying, um, how are we going to even conceive this child? We're old. Like, you know, Abraham, I, th I think Abraham had Isaac when he was 100, I believe. I'm not sure. But, I mean, that's... And Sarah was, I think, 90 or around 90. Yeah, around, around 90 years old. I mean, that's... Man, you're talking about big faith. And, again, I go back to Joseph. I love, love, love Joseph. And, um, you know, God gave him a vision of him ruling, of him being a ruler and, and his brothers bowing down to him. And, and him being a slave. He was... First of all, he was in a pit. You know, to have a dream, for God to give you a dream that you're going to be a ruler and rule over your family, and then you are you are thrown into the bottom of a well, a dry, empty well, and you are sitting in a pit of darkness. What is your mind going through right now? Like, and and then to go from there to being a slave, you know, and then to be a prisoner. Joseph is sitting here going like, what is going on? He's still, I mean, he was he still followed the Lord. He still believed the Lord, but. I wonder if sometimes when he was sleeping at night, he saw that dream in his head and he's like, God, I know this meant something. I know this was from you. So why am I not seeing this yet? I know this is from you. So why? And Joseph had to have that big faith that somehow, as long as I, as long as I am where God wants me to be, God is going to make that happen. And the Lord shifted the pieces at just the right time. One of my favorite parts, I've probably talked about this before, and I'm sorry, I just love Joseph's story. I relate to it so much in my life. But um, I love the verse in the Bible that says that Joseph, when Joseph was put into prison, he was put into Pharaoh's prison. He wasn't just put into any prison. God moved him into Pharaoh's prison. And um, it just shows the providence of God and how awesome God is. And so you look at Moses, okay? We talked about Moses. Moses had to go back to, to Egypt and, and be the deliverer for the Israelites. And that's not a small task, you know. And Moses is sitting there going like, God, <laughs> you pick, did you pick the right person? Like, I don't speak well. I mean, I, I, what do I tell him when I get there? Like, you're wanting me to go back and do what? The very place that he fled from, you know, he God wants him to return to. And uh, there's just so many examples in the Bible over and over and over again of people that have had to have big faith again. You know, as I said before, why are they any different than us? They're not. You know, they're people just like we are. So, um, so yeah, so big faith, like Jonathan says, it's a necessity. So, so have big faith. If God gives you big dreams, ask God to give you dreams that scare you. Ask God to give you dreams and big visions that, that scare you. If you're, I've heard this said before, if you have uh, dreams that don't scare you, then you're probably not dreaming hard enough because God will give you a vision of something that is way beyond your capacity to complete. You have to have him or it won't work. You have to have faith or it won't work, you know? And so, um, 
he'll he'll give you those he'll give you those dreams those visions where you have to have big faith so I encourage you today whatever situation you're in whether it's again you have a child that's that's you feel like is so far gone that you can't um, you can't reach them maybe you've given up praying for them pray big prayers all right maybe you don't know who your parents are and you've looked for them your whole life and you want to reconnect to them you know pray big prayers so let's say that you have you're bankrupt and you know that God has given you dreams to to own a huge business and to do these things and you're like I don't even know how pray big prayers whatever it is pray big prayers pray against the spirit of cancer Pray that cancer be eradicated completely off the face of the earth. I mean, we've got to pray. We've got to pray big prayers. As children of God, we have to. So, you got anything to say, Jonathan? I was going to say, when it comes to that and praying big prayers and everything, we can think back to the verse where it says, By his stripes we are made whole. You know, and when you're praying, pray that over someone because, you know, since it says it, it's God's will, so it has to be honored and everything. You know, so you just, you just remember where it pretty much has given us. It's like, hey, you know, use this. You know, it's per, the way you can look at it is look at it like an unlimited credit we have because of Jesus dying for us. We can, you know, use that credit, if you, if you will, as much as we need to because of that and everything. And I was going to say as well with uh, when it came to at least me, at least me, I guess, having big faith in everything was I had to eventually too realize, you know, I can't understand it fully. You know, I've can't, I've been came to the conclusion that you know we can't ever understand God fully. We're not built to, and everything. And you know, I realized we can't put God in a box for anything. And you know, it's even the simple things. I'd say the biggest faith has came from the simplest prayers, pretty much. You know, but yeah, just. I encourage you all pray big prayers you know as big as you can think bigger make as uh, in our, the pastor's office up there uh, in his office it says make the impossible look fun and I like that I'm like yeah make the impossible look you know possible and everything all right guys well again I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and uh, we'll come at you with another podcast later uh, peace out see you guys